Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always is lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Uh, so Pat, uh, today we're, uh, we're recording in the morning uh, during the week yes. because uh, somebody, now I'm not going to... I'm not going to name names, okay? You name uh, names. It was me. I'm not going to name names that if someone didn't no, charge their iPad. His initials, however, are Patrick Rooney. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Exactly. I tried to tell the wife, no, I need the iPad, but I want it just for five minutes. An hour later. <laughs> I need to, I need to okay. crunch some numbers and, uh, and try to rewrite DNA. So I'm going exactly. to need up. Isn't this your iPad? <laughs> Yeah, well, but indeed. have you met my wife? Yeah. <laughs> have you met yeah. your wife? You have yeah. anything? She has it. <laughs> yeah, it's the it, it's the Communist Party. Uh, uh, our iPad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Precisely, so, my friend. All right. Um, so we're going to talk today about the fine uh, Ultraman Z episode um, eight. eight. Mystic, Mystic Power. Power. Yes. That was my best environment. Um, uh, 8 2020. Koichi Sakamoto is our director, and Sotaro Hayashi is our writer for this episode. Well, you get much uh, more information later on in the week we get. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, one day, mysterious, beautiful sisters arrived from the far corners of the universe. The mysterious monster cells in their possession have created a combined monster known as Tri King. Uh, furthermore, uh, Kaburagi strengthens his formation further by causing this monster to evolve into the super combined monster known as Five King. There's Shockingly. no choice. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, there was a joke we tried in the last episode, and I can't remember it. Dang it. Oh, well. <laughs> what was the. Let's Something see. We got the how Three King. We add word. two medals, and what should we come up with? Hmm. <laughs> Three and two. I don't know. What could it be? Yeah, I don't know. It was better the last time. I don't remember. Nah, um, the joke worked better last time, but that's right. We don't script this thing, kids. I try to Never remember have. jokes if we screw it up, but that's okay. Um, so uh, there is no choice but to use a new kind of power in order to face this indomitable threat. That's oh, right. Harnessing the powers of a mysterious transforming light. That's exactly. the synopsis. That's the little blurb. I know. That's the little blurb. Some guy got real wordy. Well, no, because they tried to keep it as short as they could, but they jam-packed this episode yeah. with so much stuff. It was hard to keep up with. It really was. Now, I'm yeah. not complaining. Don't get me wrong. Right. I like the fact that they jammed it, but by God, they did jam it. Mm-hmm. Um, so members of the Monster Research Center are investigating a landing site of an alien saucer, uh, and Kaburagi visits the alien pit sisters who are apparently are from said saucer who provide him with the genetic material of Goza, uh, no Golza, Melba, Golza? and Super COV yeah, or now, Super Cob as they call them. Right. Now, what is the Super COV supposed to be? Do we know? No, or no, is that you want me to see? If you don't mind. I'm, this, this is what, what I, I got. This, yeah, this is what's here. <laughs> Super COV is... Um, well, he's he's a monster called COV, or I think they called him Cobb in that. They called um, him Cobb, but I mean, right. we're going to go with COV. 
He is originally from Ultraman Gaia, sees the light. There's our, oh, there's our link. Um, and his last appearance was Ultraman Orb Chronicle. Okay. So, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, fine. It's, it's <laughs> fine by me. Um, but yeah, he was the first kaiju in the Ultraman Gaia TV series to appear on Earth. So there okay. you have it. That's our... Gotcha, gotcha. That's how who that that's how he is where he is, um, okay. And uh, I don't know about Golza and Melba, but we'll see. So meanwhile, storage members are in combat training with Yoko emerging as the victor, of course. Uh, yeah. While Hebukora quickly recognizes uh, Kaburaki's worker ID as the guy he stopped, and of course, what gave him the whooping, <laughs> and um, he. Uh, he figures out that that is Celebro. And uh, after harvesting the Kaiju medals, uh, Kaburagi tests the powers uh, as Tri-King in the Hirami district. Yuka right. happens to be down there ha- having lost her fight and is now on shopping duty. Well, of course, <coughs> isn't that what you're supposed to do when you lose a fight is you have to go shopping? Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. I've, <laughs> you know, that's why do you think I've been doing all the grocery runs all these years? My wife your father uh, beats your kickboxing. rear end every day. <laughs> oh, I was going to say my wife's a kickboxer, but that's okay. That works too. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, what's funny is uh, props to Subraya for not having her carrying a bag that has a baguette sticking out of the top of it. Yes. Uh, which is yes. usually the indicator that someone has purchased groceries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At least they just gave her a random bag, so they yeah. didn't really have to spend a lot to just kind of fill it with random stuff around. Yeah, here's a baguette. No bag on the baguette. Nothing. It's just a <laughs> naked piece of bread in a paper bag exactly. with uh, there's usually fruit on the top and one package of what looks like arugula or something. Um, that, you know, exactly. to flesh the things out. Just All to make it look good. Everything else is on the bottom. Packed. Up. Yeah, like the the greatest grocery bag boy in the world has packed. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. eggs <laughs> are on the bottom, and right yeah. on top of the eggs is your three gallons of milk. So you yeah, have no eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I put your watermelon on the eggs to make sure it's secure. <laughs> that's, exactly. a, that's a nice flat bottom. Um, but what's great is you guys really need to have a fight to decide who goes to get a bag of groceries, a bag of groceries. Are you shopping what? every day? Is it like the desert, like the food deserts in Manhattan where you have to go to like the corner bodega to exactly. buy stuff? You have to go. <laughs> I the way I went with I this know. one is because this is sort of attached to Leo and they want to get training montages in mm-hmm. and they don't just want our hero in the training montage. Mm-hmm. They have a training montage with everybody and the loser in the training montage now has to go shopping for there to be a justification for said training montage well yeah also that's that's, the way i went with it they needed a way to get her downtown right for right. the monster to show up yes i mean the script sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone has to do it um, exactly and that's fine um so uh she witnesses the fight between the fusion monster and the uh, the storage units. Uh, right. They and... they dis- the, they deployed Sevenger and Windon, mm-hmm. and of course neither was strong enough. Now, no. 
I'm not going to like very much that every time they're going to deploy these things, they're going to use that same exact footage. But I understand why they're doing it. Dude, they always use it. Well, also, it's Ultraman tradition to whenever something leaves a hangar, you swap over to stock footage of that thing leaving a hangar so that you don't have to spend X Whatever. amount of yen to get the same footage of the same thing leaving the same hangar. No, I understand it. I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't understand it. Well, but the script says like it's it. raining today. <laughs> Get out! Get out! We'll fix Shut it in post. I'll color correct it, you jackass. Exactly. Just put it in. God. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So uh, he, she picks up Haruki's uh, Zet Riser when the fight accidentally throws him out of Sevinger. Um, now, now she's isn't like, oh, that... This... Wait, let me stop you for just yeah. a second. Aren't we not supposed to be able to see the riser because it can't be seen by human eyes? Or is that no? Just apparently, just the belt, belt buckle. Their belt, the you. belt thing okay. is is made of that material. The riser, on the other hand, is quite visible. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm confused. Well, it, you know, in theory, you could say if that was made to not be able to be seen by human eyes, if Haruki dropped it. He'd be like, well, that's gone. You know, no, 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 because he's got this. He's got the. He's got the link, but he is human, so it's a biological thing. No, that's know. where we go with science. Come on, that's yeah. where the science comes right. Thank in. you. Could be. <laughs> um, so she, you know, she takes that, and Haruki's running around like, I can't find it. It's ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, the older of the alien sisters invades a wealthy businessman's house. Um, and uh, the younger sister stuns both Yoko and Yuka after seeing them in the street. And right. she's like, you guys are Ultraman Z. And they're like, no. Because well, she <laughs> she's has like, the you riser. The riser. Yeah. Right, you have the riser, you must be Z. That yeah, so, it makes well, sense. Well, sure. But what, here's the nutty thing. And my, you know, Many others. Brazil nut in the otherwise massive bowl of nuts. Um, <laughs> like, all the all the aliens are like, wait a second, that's an ultra transformation device. And it's like, guys, I'm pretty sure this is fairly new. How do you know who's who? <laughs> shush, shush. Is there a website like that? Like, this is this month's transformation device. This year's new Henshin device is going to look like this, everybody. You want to pre-order? You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's <laughs> like when the new phones come out. Exactly. Right? There you go. So. Yeah, so that's the, so that's everybody knows like oh I can upgrade my Galaxy Six to a Zet Riser and you know it's going to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Haruki continues to search for um, his riser while uh, Hebakura decides to take matters into his own hands by returning the ID to the Monster Research Center, and at the same time he discovers notes on the ultra metal manufacturing plans, which right. is absolutely insane. So. Um, with, let's see, Reikubus and Gonkyu's crystallite cells, Kaburagi processes their respective metals and transforms into Tri-King again. Um, after freeing Yoko and Yuka, Haruki reclaims his Zet Riser. That was one of the best scenes yes. where uh, our, two, our two ladies beat the, beat the ever-loving stuffings out of the two aliens. The two ladies. pits. Yes. yes. That was a fantastic fight. I yeah. really have to give it. That was fun. I do enjoy it. And like Haruki's like, all right, I'm going to go. And then he looks dead. He's like, 
Oh, Set Riser. Nice. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, that's where that is. Like, it's the most, it's the most um, coincidental. Yeah. Like, Plot is the easiest device. <laughs> let's leave this. Let's leave this in the in the most conspicuous spot so the dum dum can see it on his way out. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um. So, uh, Kabaraki uses the remaining two medals and becomes five king uh, right. to overpower Ultraman Zet, who shows up. Um, because Haruki uses, of course, uses the riser. And Zet's like, where were you? And he goes, how what? could you lose me? He's like, look, <laughs> it's a long story. Things, Things happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, now that we know that the riser is visible to humans, that leads to the question... How the hell is he hiding that somewhere on his personage? Per yeah. Unless it's big. Yeah, it, I understand, but this is where I'm going to go. Uh -huh. I know this is a, a stretch uh -huh. because the fanny pack is invisible. Mm -hmm. It is camouflage for the riser. Huh? The the belt buckle, the gigantic belt yeah, buckle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't be seen by heck. I still like that. <laughs> <laughs> can't right, be yeah, seen yeah. by human eyes. Mm -hmm. So it then provides camouflage once the riser is put inside of it. That's it's not the where material the goes. He pulls the, the riser out. Comes, uh, 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 uh. He pulls it out with his right hand. Okay. I think. Oh, that's a good question. Say, I don't think he's pulling the riser. It out. It's too small. No, 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 no. You got to remember the riser folds. It, it does fold. It the does, does fold. That yes, it small. does. No, it doesn't. It does. Dude, that it box does. is tiny. It's just big enough to fit the riser when it's folded. Go with it. That's the science. The <laughs> Dubious science, Bell. Oh I didn't my God. say it wasn't dubious, but oh. that's where you got to go because you're right. There's no other way that everybody in the universe would not see this riser. I mean, Unless. It's not, yeah, it's not egregiously large like the space accordion, but it's fairly big. I'm not saying it's not fairly big, but right. when folded, it fits into the fanny pack. That's okay. the as only long as, way this yeah. can work. Well, as long as you realize the actual prop will would not actually do that, that's fine. Yeah, okay. I'm not arguing. Oh, the, yeah. it, it doesn't fold up that small. Dubious logic, but yeah. that's the only way this works. Right. <laughs> okay. So anyhow. Uh, so now, Juglas gives Zet the new medals. Right. And we get Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia. Mm -hmm. And now we have the Gamma Future transformation. Yep, which, which is pretty cool. It's a very, very cool suit. The voice, okay, a little weird, but I'm going to go yeah, with it because please, why not? Futuristic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so he uses a uh, power of illusions. To is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, th these illusions can summon three ultras finishing moves okay a little overpowered but fine. <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> but then he uh then what i really like is he 
shrinks himself down and destroys the monster from the inside using the Zestian beam. I thought that was super cool, the way they did that. Shrank yeah. him down, flew into the monster. You get to see all the inner bits of the monster, mm -hmm. and then he blows himself or uses right. the Zestian beam from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So the monster's armor on the outside doesn't protect him at all. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. I'd like to know why he has been doing that the whole time. <laughs> he didn't have the power. Oh, yeah, good point. now with the gamma future transformation. Yeah. yeah, good point. We all know Ultras can change their size pretty much at will. Because last week he did become uh, people-sized. True. True. Okay, uh, you know what? Okay, so fine. I'm just wondering why, like, I mean, granted, it would make the show terrible. Like... There's a giant monster. Hold on, I'll shrink myself and go into its butthole. And then, you know, like Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that we before, need the battles. In case you didn't know this, um, that was a very funny fan joke theory that that was how they were going to defeat Thanos in Endgame, is that Ant Man was going to shrink down and go in through Thanos' butthole and kill and then him that way. Yes. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> That's great. I have seen such countless funny comics about, you know, and it's like, now it's my turn. You see him shrink. And then the last panel is Thanos' face. Like, Doom! you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so Kabaragi returns to the monster research center, but Douglas ambushes him. Um, Sheena gets a Valis Raider unit to distract Juggler. And get away. Oh, that's right. One of those, the Raider units are them robot dudes. Right, um, right. But he leaves behind the Kaiju medals. Um, so then the, we are, get our little epilogue. Is the next day, Haruki and Yoko drag an unwilling Yuka into their training drills once again. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't you? So, they yeah. really, I'd like this episode. They packed everything mm -hmm. into this episode. So much. Which is good. Which so much, yeah, so much stuff. Anyway, um, I like the, the. It's funny because there was so many, so much suit stuff going on, um, right. and that they did have to pack some a lot of stuff into it. You could see uh, the city destruction was a lot of leany buildings. Yes, yes, explosions. But it was nice because they cut just in time. Like the building starts to go, they cut away from it before it goes actually falls. and stops <laughs> like <laughs> that's how the leany building should be used as opposed to oh the monster has pushed me out of the way as i leaned at a, like <laughs> yeah. very, very yaw or pitch i don't remember exactly. which is but yeah um that's that was nicely edited uh because we don't have to deal with seeing <laughs> buildings that building, don't fall, oh, buildings that oopsie. don't crack. <laughs> right. And then there's a lot of pyrotechnics and, and whatnot going on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um I, I did like the fact that uh um during the during the uh, closing credits, the shot of the explosion going on behind Ultraman Zet I thought was uh looked like it was just raw footage without I was like, "Oh, is that a different explosion? Like, is it? It's the is this different from the version we saw in the episode?" Yeah, so I backtracked it, and no, it's not. It's just colored differently. Like, there's the uh, color filter. They put that bluish filter on at the end. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's me, Greg. It's me, Greg. No, no, it's not. It's um, okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. Um, the, um, the, uh, oh gosh, where was I going with that? Cannot remember. Doesn't matter. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Not yeah. important. <laughs> um, it's a little bit of trivia for this episode when Juggler interacts uh, with Ultraman Dynas Metal. And says, "Show me how a warrior fights." That is a reference to Ultraman Orb: The Origin Saga, which we will see, okay. um, where uh, where uh, Ultraman Dyna actually says to Juggler, "That is not how a warrior of light should fight." Okay, yeah. all right. See, bringing it back, gotcha. bringing it back. Um, so our aliens in this are two alien pits, Fa and C, uh, Tri King and Five King, Celebro and Valis Raider. Um, let's look up our Tri King Five King combo here. Go for it. I don't think it's going to give you much more than the fact of all the different monsters it is, and not much. I don't know what else it would have. It's seventy-five meters tall, um, fifty-five thousand tons. Homeworld of none, uh, oh, which okay. is yeah, which is like I guess uh, since he's a big uh, mashup of I hate that word. He's a big mixture of monsters. Yes, um, yes. I don't know why I just like the word, the term mashup. I like it better than mishmash, which bothers me immensely. Um, <laughs> also, don't know why. Uh, I think fine. because I originally when we used it as kids, it was mishmash. And Man. I'm like, mishmash, it's not a dance. Thank you. Um, <laughs> first appearance Ultraman Ginga S, episode 7. Um, five King is a kaiju that has first appeared in Ultraman Ginga S. His monster consists of five monsters from right. the first three Kisei Ultraman series. There you go. Ah, Ultraman okay. Giga, Ultraman Dyna and Ultraman Gaia. There gotcha. Linky link bell. There's um, your link. Uh, Exceller uh, created this monster after studying Alien Icarus's transformation into Tyrant. So since Tyrant is kind of a big conglomeration of monsters. They use the same kind of technology. Oh, sure. that's how that works. Okay. So, um, let's get to... Um, no, I don't see anything else that is necessarily... Um, this is his that's next important. appearance, though, is Ultraman Z. Um, well, of course. But uh, just like its previous full appearance, Five King was ultimately destroyed by the combined powers of all the Ultramen that its components had fought against. Sure, sure. Just in case you missed it. Which, let's face <laughs> it, there's a lot of Ultraman. You might have missed it. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're trying to do the best we can. We're getting through it slowly and steadily. <laughs> oh, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, when you, oh. see, when you see people go like, oh, they're reusing this monster, or they're reusing that, and it's like, dude, not everybody has seen everything. Right. New, new right. people have not seen these things. It's like mm -hmm. when you see a movie that uses bullet time, right? And you're not old enough to have seen The Matrix. Yeah. There are plenty yeah. of kids who've never seen The Matrix. Okay? It came out and brace yourself. 1999. The last millennia. <laughs> so there are plenty of kids who've never seen that. And yep. so, but they've seen a scrajillion movies that have bullet Use time bullet and all that, right? So when they see The Matrix now, they're like, oh, this old chestnut. And you're like, no, no, 
this was is cutting the movie edge that, technology at the time. Well, yeah, this is the movie what made that yeah. old chestnut. This was a new chestnut at the time, is what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> and I mean, I know I watched the value-added stuff on how they did bullet time at least 10 times to try oh, to sure. figure it out. And I'm like, sure. they really went to town just trying to, for what was a 10 second clip, they really used all kinds of technology for mm -hmm. it. It was insane. Well, like the now, first time, the first time you watched it, the first time you watched the matrix and Trinity went up and does that like crane kick and they spin her around 360. I was sitting in that movie theater like, what in the what is exactly. this? And I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw it opening weekend or opening week because that was back before, like, you know, everything could be spoiled. Like, you you wouldn't know what the movie was about. It was a lot of mysterious, what is the Matrix? And then the green yeah. stuff would come down on the screen. Well, of course. And yeah, you were like, well, I don't know, what is the Matrix? I want to go see what Gotta the Matrix is. go find should. out. Yeah, I don't want people to know before me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about uh, Five Kings' uh, powers and weapons before we sure. go. Uh, Armor-plated skin. That's thanks to Golza. Uh, the Gaul Melba cannon. Um, and Five King can unleash the combined firepower of Golza's ultrasonic ray and Melba's Melbanic ray. Oh, sure. Uh, from his head. Sure, turning it into a beam. It could fly. <laughs> um, it's got the Melba tail, so he can bash his enemies. Does uh, it have Melba toast? It doesn't Sorry, you know, was, one of us there. one of us was gonna have to there. I was gonna try <laughs> I, I was furiously working on a Melba Moore joke, but I couldn't think of anything other than her name. And I'm like, this is not coming together. You gotta get it in there. You got the bad jokes are like low hanging fruit belt, thank you. Um <laughs> energy absorption. It's got an ice fire combo beam from uh Reykjavis. Um okay. Oh, yeah, there's all sorts of nonsense. The game Q beam from his eyeball. Um, the Flashkov shot. Um, and the Catastrophe Spark, which is pretty great. Ooh. Where it unleashes a barrage of attacks from all of its body parts at once. Sure, sure. Which is how yeah. I feel this morning. <laughs> <laughs> the Catastrophe Spark. Gotcha. Oh, I'm sore. I don't get it. I um, don't know, my friend. Well, I fell in the grocery store two weeks ago at Stop and Shop. And it's hurting now? Or has I think it hurt the whole time? I, well, my one knee has been a little bit sore the whole time. But I chalk that up to being near 50 and falling on linoleum. Yeah. And, but now I'm, I'm like, ah, now my ankles are hurting. and like Maybe it's because I'm walking funny and I don't realize it. I don't know. Yeah. Do you um, want some Bengay or some Icy Hot just to kind of cool it down? Nah, I'll probably do that. But uh, I, I, may, I may need to see a physician. I don't know. Well, Let's see. Yeah, I'll ask a question after the show is done. Yeah, that's fine. Not a problem. So uh, we're going to be back in a minute anyway uh, with our uh, discussion of Ultraman Orb episode, what is it, 22? It is episode 23. 23. All right. So we'll be right back after this. Okay. We are back with more of the Science Patrol. Um, so, Patrick, we've been getting some submissions to our, uh, our little bumper. Um, oh, good our bumper drive, if you will. And so yes. let me again say, come on, people, uh, send in your bumps. All you got to do is record a voice memo and email it to 
uh, ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. It just needs to be around 20 seconds long. And um, if you're going to say it in a foreign language, just please give us an honest translation of what it is. Um, and uh, we've had people write in and they're like, I would never call you guys jerks. Like, <laughs> we just want to cover our rear ends because yeah, we, well, like, you know, we don't speak other languages. So yeah, all, also, nice uh, our rear ends are hideous. That's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. Um, I'm just, you know, I realized that I didn't get into uh, the, we had a very nice mention on tokupods.com, um, which I mentioned in our original failed recording. Um, uh, so mention it now then. Yeah. They they tweeted the other day, you uh, on tokupods.com, you can find amazing podcasts like The Science Patrol, uh, which examines the Ultraman franchise with an insight, depth, and humor that few are capable of. Want to celebrate Ultraman Day the right way? Go and listen now. Okay. There we go. Yay. Very yeah, nice. I'm super, super pleased with that. Thank you, Tokupods. Uh, that is at Tokupods, Tokusatsu Podcast, um, at, uh, on Twitter, rather. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Hopefully that gets us more listeners, That's more nice. regular listeners. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing, since the start of the pandemic, where we had a um, rather precarious dipsy doodle in the uh, in the numbers, but nobody was driving to work. Nobody was. Everybody was home, and they're like, "I guess I'll watch Netflix." You know, and yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. You know, uh, your walks are going to be limited to however long your walks are every day, and and then are you're just basically stuck in the house. So you're going to listen to two dinguses talk about Ultraman all day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I would think that they're going to watch TV or something like that's, that would be my guess. I can only, I can only listen and stare at something for <laughs> just cause yes. I don't, I don't like to, if I'm listening to podcasts, I either am driving to work or I'm walking. I don't usually sit around doing something else while I'm listening to a podcast. That's usually what I use podcasts for is to do something else with as just background noise. Cause I yeah. like to have background noise. Yeah. I can understand that, but I'm trying to pay attention to the jokes in a lot of ah. podcasts. You know, like, <laughs> otherwise I would put on Marty's matchbox makeovers on YouTube and just listen to the dulcet tones of Marty discuss how he fixed an old matchbox car. Um, okay. By the way, fascinating channel. You guys, if you have not seen it, Marty's I'm matchbox not. makeovers, uh, I believe he is, maybe he's either british or australian i apologize marty um but um he does some amazing restoration work on like beat up old cars from the 60s okay people will actually send him like trashed out matchbox cars they find or like they were in our family's buried in my backyard or like okay (laughs) like i bought these at the thrift store and he, he fixes them up and does he send them back no, they're gifts. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, like, hey, do this on your channel. And he, like, totally has, like, a little compact thing where um, he, um, it's got the, what do you call that when you, it's not, it's like the uh, opposite of an airbrush where you, uh, like a wet blaster, where oh, okay. it removes the paint and all that. Yeah. Yep, so he blaster. strips, yeah, so he strips it down to, like, bare metal, repaints it with the right colors. Like, he, oh. I watched him do a construction a reconstruction of a bracket that holds up like if you're driving like a dump truck right or a, or a cement mixer you got the big windshield and then the two bars on the side that both 
are holding your windshield in and holding the roof up, right? Okay. They were missing on this, and he reconstructed it using like um, a piece of thread, which he then put a line of glue on, and then used some sort of metal flake on it. It was unbelievable. Wow, yeah. that's cool. That's but cool. his videos are also about 40 minutes long. Oh, and okay. Are great to take a nap to. I got at you. At the same time, the dulcet tones. I'm telling you, it's great. <laughs> but uh, Marty's Matchbox Makeovers. I sleep very well to things in the background because really? at some point I, I will wake up to it. Going, what, why, why, who, what, and oh, I find I find if uh, British people are talking, I'm right out. You're out. <laughs> uh, if if it's nap time, like I can listen to a commentary on a Doctor Who DVD, and it's fine if I'm watching it. But right. if I if I just put it on and just put it on. I got you. So it's kind of like when you were a kid and the adults were talking in the other room um, and let you feel safe and secure that, yeah, you could take a nap because no, everybody, the grownups are here. And right off the dreamland. I was using old radio shows of Philip Marlowe um, for a little while, but then I kept getting woken up like, wondering why i was so tense <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i was People like we're dying i wonder yeah yeah it could be because he just got in a gunfight with somebody so that's you know not exactly what we're looking for so let's what we are looking for though is episode 23 of ultraman orb the blade of darkness yes oh yes yes um that was put out 10 12 2016 Chino is our director and uh, Shujiyuki is our writer for this episode. Uh, previous one was the Unmarked Cafe, and uh, the Ultimate Lord Monster Strikes Back is our next one. Um, now here's here's a synopsis. Okay, this Go guy ahead. knows how to write synopses. Juggler finally decides to end his rivalry with Guy, but not in a peaceful way. There it is. Done. <laughs> That's done. It. <laughs> that that would be in the TV guide. If somebody handed that other one in, the guy would be like, "No, Ted, look, one sentence." Like three, I think TV guide had a three sentence max. Okay, and like you know, sometimes compound sentences fine, um, but yeah, it can only yeah, be three sentences. Yeah, you can't go crazy. You can't give half of it away. Right, but uh, right. now we now we will give all of it away. We're giving it away, kids. Well, um, they, that's why they listen. Is because we give the whole shop away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, rem uh, just a reminder, you guys, that the Ultraman Orb series is available on a very reasonably priced Blu-ray set from the fine people at Mill Creek. Um, oh, also the uh, Neo Ultra Q came. I saw that. How did? How is that show? Uh, I have only watched a little snippet of one episode. It looks really cool. Um, okay. they, they shoot it in a way where it very much could be a continuation or a second series of the original, which okay. was their intent. Um, I gotcha. And it's, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to doing that. And I'm wondering, do we need to do Ultra Q as Before our next? Ultra Q. Oh, definitely. I think that. But I'm wondering if that might be our next uh, after Orb. You're gonna hate me for saying after Leo, but maybe oh, after yes, Leo. <laughs> 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 well, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna dip our toe back into Ultraman Leo a little bit, 
uh, maybe that will carry us through to the end of Ultraman set. And, uh, and, and well, there's still going to be plenty of Leia left over. There's, yeah. It's like there's the so one thing at a potluck that nobody wants. Like, I know. I know. It's the haggis of a jerk oh, potluck. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but the, the problem is going to be, this is where I'll bring it now. Sure. We're at episode eight of Zet. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure this 24 episodes. So we yeah. have 16 episodes. Yeah. Sometime in that time, mm. the Netflix will come back with the Ultraman series again. Sometime next year, probably. Oh, it's next year now? I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, na- it's definitely 2021. Oh, uh, well, well, well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then we've got to do Leo. We're fine. Well, we, here's. Hey, guys, it will inside baseball behind the curtain piece. Maybe Leo until the end of Zet. Okay. And then Ultra Q. Okay. Well, how many Ultra Qs are there? 28. We could do that. Could do a double Ultra Q as the 12 days of Ultraman. No, no, no. We're already doing Ultraman or Origin for that. Oh, 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 I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't just, let me know what's going on. I have to I, ask. I have told you this uh, on previous episodes. <laughs> memory for Mr. I there. listen to them in the background, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hoisted by your own petard doll. That's fine. But, uh, That's fine. <laughs> but anywho, uh, our our story thus far is Jugglers Juggler spent spins. He spends his whole night perfecting his swordsmanship attack. Um, it's like a crescent purple. Uh, energy attack, um, and it's been leading giant joker. And it is a smiling. very cool attack. I do have, oh, to yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so now you have these buildings that are showing up with these big, creepy, sort of crescent shaped uh holes in them, and they're getting bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. Um, so he's thinking about his past, he remembers how he was rejected by the light, and instead, it, it showed, uh, and instead, it. By the way, the combination of words "instead it" that's yes. a that's a real it's speed bump in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. However, comma the light chose guy instead. <laughs> um, still determined to defeat his rival, the katana just detected a dark presence, which marks uh, as the end of everything. As juggler stares upon a bright red full moon, never of a good sign. That's never bright red full moons. Never a good sign. Never, never Mm-mm. good. Never good. No. So generally, there'd be <laughs> monsters afoot. Of course. Of so course. the next day, Guy meets Haruka at a playground, and she reveals to him her recent um, uh, vision. He's like, "Oh, you have right. a prediction." She's like, "Yeah, a great darkness will appear and cover the entire world." And uh, yes. guys like, nah, the future's a blank page. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> he will I protect you. Yeah, he will protect you no matter what. Let not your heart be troubled. Um, SSP and Shubakawa discover slash marks again re- recently appearing on buildings, and uh, they find inspiration in uh, Shubakara's uh, joke, which is uh, "Omitachi, you guys." Um, I don't get the joke. I, because, but Shin, well, I mean, they were saying that the, the way I wrote it down is a Kamaitadon, which I don't even understand what that is, but I just nope. wrote it down saying, all right, this, no? Okay. Nope, I wrote no it down. clue. Um, okay. Uh, it, it could be that that's the, oh, like, 
because he's like, oh, my thoughts are you guys. Maybe that is um, uh, Jeddah has Shin search anything related to the famous yokai uh, Kametachi in the Pacific Records. Uh, yokais sure. are like, yokais are um, spirits in Japanese uh, oh, okay. lore. So it's a specific um, spirit name. So they're okay. kind of sure. like monsters, but they're generally like small monsters. Um, like uh, like kappas are like monsters that live at the bottom of lakes and they trap okay. swimmers and things like that. Um, okay. Yeah, there is a there is a series called Yokai Monsters uh, that's an anime, and there's also um, a movie series. Um, there are three of them in like the seventies. They're supposed to be fantastic. Kyle Yount is a big fan of them, um, okay. and they're of course <laughs> super out of print. So of Uncle of Rich can't get them because um, <laughs> Uncle Rich isn't making money, and uh, of course, and also with my track record, the minute I buy them. Blu-ray. That's of course, That's of exactly course, what will happen, and they'll be they'll be in one box set, and they'll be twenty bucks, and, <laughs> and you'll have to kill yourself I'll multiple times. Cry into my receipts is what I'll have. Um, <laughs> that's how it always happens. I should of know course. by now. Yeah. Um. So uh, he Shin goes a looking and finds the result an ancient monster called the the Kamataidon who cuts various right. things through the power of the wind. Sure. Now, unfortunately, part of the page is missing. Uh, Naomi scrolls through every building picture and realizes that the slash marks are getting bigger, hinting uh, that the perpetrator is just trying to sharpen his cutting skill. Of course. Uh, so, seeking the potential casualty, uh, seeing that potential casualties will appear, SSP and Shubikawa roll out. Um, what amazes me is there nobody stops and goes, "Hey, who do we know who has a sword?" <laughs> this is Japan. Everybody has a sword. <laughs> Just like Texas, everybody has a gun. Japan, everybody has a sword. <laughs> Inappropriate Bell. <laughs> I was going to say episode name Bell. I like that. In Japan, everyone has a sword. Um, so, um, sensing a mass of darkness from beneath the ground, Juggler stabs his sword into it and absorbs all of its power. Now, this was detected by Guy when he passes by. Like anyone could have seen it, it was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't wasn't not able to be seen. It yeah. was enormous. That's a beautiful thing about this show is that the Japanese population appears to be either incredibly um, it's the word I'm looking for, uh, just blase about it. Yeah, yeah they're very nonchalant. nonchalant. Oh look, there's um, another crack. No problem. Yeah, or they are just so they're just so like busy doing whatever it is they're doing, which we've seen in some other Ultraman stuff, like in um, in Naos, where that building appeared, and everybody's like, "No, that's always been here, right?" Like it's it was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what building? That, there was never a building there. So yeah, um, that was good. Um, so Douglas, um he gets his sword. You know, his powers up the old sword. Um, and uh, the uh, he meets up with the SSP. They're trying to run around and figure out about these slash marks. And an energy projectile passes by and slashes into a building and leads them to the perpetrator. Jugless Juggler transforming into a huge, giant him. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> the, the I was going to say monster, but I'm like, no. You can say kaiju. So you can yeah. say kaiju. Yeah. He's a big, work. glorious him. Um, <laughs> technically, he would be a daikaiju, which is a uh, large monster. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so and we get uh, a Thunderbreaster transformation. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, little yeah, battle. He's like, look, I'm I'm gonna settle my rivalry before the whole planet is gone. And everybody's like, what do, mean, what do you mean, God? So he summons from beneath the earth. He absorbs <laughs> it, and of course, becomes giant. Jai transforms into the Orb Thunderbreaster straight out. Um, and confronts Struggler, but the latter takes his opportunity to unleash the attack he's been practicing for. Practicing for? Yeah. That's um, right. The Serpent-Hearted Blade. Uh, Serpent-Hearted Blade, colon, Crescent Moon Shockwave. Yes. yes. I've never seen a power that has a colon <laughs> in it. That's great. Oh, man. Unless it's late night White Castle. But that's, well, that, uh, that's yeah. a whole different thing. That's a whole different <laughs> colon. Hey, um, so with Orb weakened, uh, Shubakawa tries to attack with his gun, but Juggler seems unharmed for his gigantic size and strikes of him course. with a small slash. That was pretty crazy. Um, like, he was just like, you guys are mosquitoes. Take this. Yep. And it traps yep. it. Yeah, everybody survives, but it traps Shin under a bunch of rubble. Um, seeing his opponent armed, uh, Orb assumes Orb origin, and pardon me, uh, and they fight with their swords, uh, causing both to be repelled, and Orb quickly retrieves his to deliver a finishing blow against Juggler. But, of course, Juggler's Juggler, being Juggler's Juggler, survives the attack. Um, <laughs> of course. And, yeah, and... Uh, and um, noticing that the SSP behind him defended them instead, um, I guess Orb notices that, yes, uh, continuously taking finishing blows made by Juggler before he passes out. He then, uh, Juggler declares himself the victor and claims that Orb's weakness is his desire to protect the humanity um, of this planet. And he approaches them and gloats of his victory, but notices the sudden change of their ex- facial expressions Turning around, he has noticed that Orb has arisen from his injuries, and he is able to rise once more because of the same power that Juggler had forsaken once. Throwing aside the serpent-hearted blade, Orb delivers his counterattack and summons Orb Caliber to launch his final blow, defeating Juggler in a big old explosion. Uh So Shin reawakens, um, of course, revealing he's all right despite being trapped under a giant hunk of building. Um, <laughs> that happens. It's fine. Yeah. That, it just happened yesterday to me. Come on. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Can't tell you how many times I've been trapped by rubble and then just gone home at the end of the night yeah. after filling out some paperwork. Um, Brush off the dust. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, meanwhile, uh, Naomi reunites with Guy. Shubakawa goes out from uh, their site. Um, meanwhile, an exhausted juggler rests on top of a building, remembering the strength that he had long forsaken. Um, Shubakawa then holds him at gunpoint. And uh, he's like, oh, what are you going to do? And he goes, that's ah, not just me. And all the VTOLs appear. Yeah, that was very that cool. Was how such they had a cool scene. VTOLs all around. Oh, I don't. So I know great. that CGI. I get it. Oh, but 100%. it was awesome. Yeah. that part the, was. awesome. Do you see the the big honking Gatling gun that hung uh-huh. under the nose? I was like, uh-huh. I was like, ooh, if that's the same sort of laser bullets that, <laughs> that Shubakawa's <laughs> packing, 
That's going to be exactly. <laughs> so he, he surrenders himself to the authorities. So that's where that leaves off. Crazy. That was good. Crazy. That yeah. Was good. I love the heck out of this episode. Yeah. Uh, good. And stuff. we should only have now one, if two episodes, maybe. Um, and then we get to the orb movie. Please do hold and I will check. I will. I'm here. Yeah. As we're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep them Keep that pixel scrolling. scrolling. Yep. All right. <laughs> we have episode uh, 24. The right. Ultimate Lord Monster Strikes Back. Hmm? Sure. Um, and uh, The Wandering Sun is episode 25. Okay. And then that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so, it's... Then it's, then it's the, the movie. Oh. Then it's the movie. Oh, okay, okay. And then we're right gonna, tonight. we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do an episode of Zet and an episode of Leia. Hopefully, that yin and yang will uh, balance each other out a little bit, and it won't be quite as uh, horrific. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know what it'll be? It'll be like a really great meal that you have with all your friends, and then the check comes. <laughs> You're yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. how many windows did we break? You know, like, <laughs> exactly. Who had exactly. this? Who had this, guys? Who ordered the spinach? <laughs> yeah. the, spin- the spinach is not the expensive item on the bill. I know what I'm we know saying. that. We know you point that. Out the one thing that you don't remember seeing. It'll be like, who table. got the lobster? Who got three lobster? Appetizers. Exactly. As appetizers. As apps, you guys. What were we thinking? That's like that old Seinfeld joke where your you your bill comes and you're just so disoriented by it that yeah. you see people sitting down and ordering and you're just like, How could you people even want food? I'm so full. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's the matter with you guys? Um so um I don't know if a lot of you guys are aware. I'm doing a 52 movie in 52 weeks challenge uh, for the past couple of years. Yeah, um, I just watched Idiocracy again. And, uh, uh, boy, that's a good movie. Um, it's so relevant now. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then last night I started watching for the first time, and I know that I'm going to get a lot of grief for this because I have never seen it before. Alien. The original? The, the one and only. Oh, that is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm about, uh, I'm about 40 minutes into it. Ah. Uh, they just they landed on the planet with the beacon, and they've gone into the hole that they found in the uh, other ship. That's right. as far as they've gotten so far. Oh, so you got, um, you got stuff coming. Oh, uh, there's a lot, got, yeah. yeah a lot you, I mean, I'm sure you've it's heard really enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so. it's, it's something I've never seen. It came out in 78, 79, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was not allowed to see. No, of course not. Of course. Our movies. Um, and uh, I don't know why it took me this long, but I, uh, what was funny is I bought it on Blu-ray um, at kind of the start of the pandemic because I was farting around on Facebook marketplace and some people had that and alien aliens, <laughs> And, right, uh, right. A couple other things for like two dollars a piece. So I was like, "All right, I'll drive over to your house and give you yeah for two bucks, two dollars a piece." Then I get home and I go to put them in my shelf, and I realize I owned Alien and Aliens on DVD already. And I was like, uh-huh. "Well, 
instant upgrade. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent $3, technically speaking, since I'm sure I only paid a buck a piece for the other ones. If if that. I may have bought them in a big lot, too. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, If you guys have big lots by you, um, big lots occasionally has copies of the Alien Quadrilogy um, on Blu-ray for five bucks. Oh, that's great. If I it's, haven't gone to Big Lots in quite a while. It's awesome. Well, the only yeah. Big Lots by us is inconveniently located just north of Red Bank. Oh, I know. And I know. you kind of have to be going down there to go down there because it's not like you're down there for anything else. No, I know. I know. You know, It's inconvenient, so. like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a side of convenient. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't really want to go down there for... And, like, even if you're going to like the target down on 35 or whatever, you know, local references get your local work folks. Um, it's still (laughs) further enough down where you're like, still more inconvenient. Where am I going to go to that plaza? Coles? Let's be honest. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. The, if we had one that was a little closer, I'm going to keep harping on it because it worked for Harbor Freight. (laughs) That's true. It's true. We do have a Harbor Freight near us now. After all the years, I've not been to it yet. Obviously. (laughs) Because now that it's oh, there, I have. Now that I know it's there, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know. <laughs> but I haven't needed anything. I bought a new weed whacker. I bought Ooh, some tarps. Nice. I bought some more bungee cords. Oh, new tarps are always, you gotta have more tarps. Gotta have more tarps. Gotta have more tarps. And but, I'm probably gonna get a battery powered lawnmower. Like the yeah, because our like lawnmower. Like a rechargeable one? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. That's cool. It is a thing. And ours is basically at the end of its productive life. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I could probably get a battery pack powered one and do that. And then just change out the batteries. Cause now you're not worried about a motor and, and upkeep on a motor and all that kind of stuff. I, I was not. Um, oh yeah. You know, Susie, wow. she has one. Oh yeah. And she says, like... you know, it runs for about 40 minutes and then you have to recharge the batteries, but that's fine. I can do that. Yeah, apparently Ryobi, Ryobi, yeah. Ryobi makes one. That's the one, and Works I already have makes a, one. Um, Ryobi, I already have a Ryobi weed whacker, which yeah. weighs less than five pounds. It's super light. Yeah. But the good thing with the Ryobi is it's all the same battery, so mm, yeah. you keep recharging all the batteries, and now you have power enough for everything. Well, Home Depot has a has a kit that's like eight uh, nine hundred dollars. That has like everything you want. No, I know, but I don't Are want you to ready spend nine hundred dollars. Hold on, either. this is great. This is great. The five tool yard kit. Okay, it comes with the hedge trimmer, a chainsaw, a leaf blower, a weed whacker, and the uh, the lawnmower. And the lawnmower plus three chargers and batteries. Oh, good lord! See, the thing is, if you buy them individually, yeah. you get the batteries and the recharger all yeah. the time. Yeah. So. Just get the stuff and you're going sure. to have enough batteries because you're not using everything all at once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I just thought that was a nice, like, hey, you really want to go all electric? I got you here, baby. That's. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I thought, I, today I learned, guys, that there are battery powered lawnmowers. There you I go. remember electric mowers and I remember laughing at everyone who had an electric mower because everyone looked mad every time they had to turn a corner and throw the cord over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That's why you get the battery power. That's why yeah, you get the know, battery power. Didn't know that was a thing, you guys. So oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> All right.
right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up our show today. Um, on the Rate, Science review, Patrol. subscribe. Yeah. On Saturday Science Patrol, you're home for battery-powered information. <laughs> hey, if they sure can make a battery-powered giant robot, why not a lawnmower? Um, of course. Of course. Yeah, so rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Um, and uh, thank you again for the uh, Phantom Wiki. We couldn't do this without you. And uh, reminder that we are on Spotify because I don't think that's in our closing crawl. And um, we are looking possibly to be on Audible soon. Oh, um, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. But that's through Amazon, and they're real picky about stuff. Like uh, they're right. they're not they're not. Mm, yeah, that's worry. fine. It's fine. You don't have to go crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, that's about it. And uh, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Tally Forth, everybody. Take care, everybody. All right. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. Kaiju Cast.